I've known for years that my mom doesn't love me the way that she loves my brothers and sister. I've known for years that my family and I were, are not ever going to be as close as the families of the people around me. And uh, I think, you know, the joke's on me for thinking that things could be different. Uh, I always had a vision of how I wanted things to be. Um, especially when I had my daughters. Especially Josie. I mean, Michaela, but when Josie found out Josie had autism and cerebral palsy, I, in my mind, you know, I thought things would be different. And they aren't. And, you know, jokes on me, I guess, right? For thinking things would change. My grandmother was my biggest supporter. She wasn't a very affectionate person. Didn't say she loved me much or that she was proud of me. But she always made sure there was a roof over our head and food in our stomachs. And for that, I'm grateful. My uncle was my father figure. He got up, went to work every day. He dealt with polio growing up. So he had a, like, a weird way of walking. But he fought through polio, finished college, and had his own office. I remember going to his office when I was a kid. And back then thinking, man, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like my uncle. And I lost him when I was just like 10 or 11, if I'm not mistaken. And then I was 17 when my grandma passed. Coming back to America. To America wow. <laughs> Coming back to the States. I thought things would be different when I was 17. You know, just just hoping for the best and one of the first things I remember is my aunt picking me up from the airport and taking me to go see my mom at her job and my my mom asked who is this and I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe she did not know who her son with when who her son was when she had just seen me not that long ago I should have known things were going to take a turn for the worst but you know me being a, a believer back then uh i wanted to go back to school and finish because i dropped out when my grandma got sick and i couldn't afford you know uniforms because i didn't have a job and the jobs i did have weren't paying much they only paid enough for me like to have something to eat and keep some some clothes on my back but uniforms were expensive when i was younger uh she said uh i wanted to go back to school but my mom said that school was not important that i had to get a job so I quit school and I went to work at her job. And if I'm not mistaken, I was living with her for a while, me and my brother. It was me and my brother, my mom and her boyfriend all cramped into one room. Uh, my brother has a strong, like, you know, a strong temper. And him and my mom would bump heads, like, here and there. But when they bumped heads, there was no issue. But anytime I had a disagreement with my mom, I remember coming back from Atlantic City. We were in a on a bus, and she said we were we had an argument. Don't know what it was for, but I remember her telling me, "You're the reason my mom's dead," and that's one of the th- that's one of the few moments in my life where I didn't know if I was angry or sad for her blaming me for my grandmother's death. But I had a mixture of both. I tried my best, you know, to, like, win my mom over. I don't know how many things I did, but I worked my butt off to try to 
make her to try to be worthy of her love and it never really mattered uh, she was never close to me never showed any emotion or affection towards any of my kids she saw Michaela probably once and she showed effect and she showed her affection because she was drunk Josie she hasn't seen at all My relationship with my sister isn't great. She just actually called me a fat piece of shit a few weeks ago. Sending me a picture I had left at her shirt years ago. Saying, hey, you know, your shirt is still here, you fat piece of shit. Uh, I don't know what my relationship with my brothers are. My youngest is a drug addict. So, I don't know what's up with his life right now. And my two middle brothers are doing their own thing. We don't really talk, but... You know, I'm happy for them, of course. You know, they're doing great. Uh, me, I I don't know. I think I think my problem is always wanting validation. Uh, um, I have low self-esteem, so even though things are great, I don't see them great. I have to know. Like, somebody has to say, hey, man, you're doing good. And I'll just, like, I, I won't even, like, feel good about it. I'll just be like, okay, at least somebody sees that I'm trying. Because nothing's ever good enough for me when it comes from me uh when i was writing and when i was wrestling i never thought i was good enough writer i never thought i was a good enough wrestler and i quit both um in relationships i never feel like i'm good enough uh you know who who's gonna love me man if my mom and my dad can't love me why would anyone love me you know i deal with anxiety and depression i'm i'm a very sensitive person and a lot of girls aren't into that they they want a tough guy you know guy that's rough around the edges that doesn't smile or show emotion i'm very emotional i I wear my heart on my sleeve because that's just the way i am as a dad i i feel like i can do so much better there are times i catch myself slipping things that like my mom did to me growing up um or some of my aunts the way i was treated i feel like i always promised myself i wouldn't do the things that were done to me but I feel like little things like that just ooze out. That poison oozes out of me. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to be a kid. I, you know how kids play nowadays and if they knock something over, they break it. We make sure that the kid is okay and we can replace whatever's broken. Growing up, if I ever knocked anything over, played a little bit louder. Um, I was getting slapped. I, I said a curse word by mistake in Spanish and I got punched in the mouth and I was bleeding all over the back of um someone's car when i was younger there wasn't too much leeway for mistakes as a kid and growing up not having much i i was made fun of in school i was made fun of by my own like cousins i was never good enough at anything in the eyes of other people so as i've gotten older i i've i've been running from from not being mediocre and i'm still mediocre to myself five years ago when no six years ago when my daughter was born i promised myself i'm gonna get a good job and i'm gonna stick to it i'm gonna do the best i can and i have a good job and my bills are paid and i have money put away and things could be better always right you know unless we're rich things can always be better but things aren't bad but to me they are I would look in a mirror and I don't see someone who who is good. I don't I don't see anything at all. I just see 
a nervous wreck. Someone who can't enjoy the little things in life because he feels like they're not going to last. And relationships have never been good. I don't feel like I'm going to be a good dad. Like my daughter always wants to hurry up and go back with her mom. And it's probably just because she's close with her mom. But in my mind, it's like, man, dude, you can't do anything right. You're not a good dad. You're not a good man. And you just, you know, some days I don't even know why I'm still here. But I'm trying. I'm trying my best. And this, the purpose of this episode is to let everyone know that even though you might not feel like you're doing good, just keep pushing. Because if, if I'm still pushing, you can keep pushing. I know a lot of you are more stronger mentally than I am. And don't get as rattled as fast as I do. And just just take in the little things around you. Look around. If you have like people who have your back, be grateful for that. Be grateful for people who check on you. For family members who care. If you're in a relationship, man, count your blessings that that person is there for you. Because not, not everyone has that. Not everyone has a supportive family, a loving partner. And, you know, it's not over. It's not over yet. It's not over for us. You know, we battle with, you know, general anxiety disorder and our self-worth is always low. But that doesn't mean we have to give up. This isn't the end of the line. Keep your heads up because I'm trying my best to keep my head up. And I know that if I can do it, this guy right here who has the lowest self-esteem in the world, that you can do it too. Keep your heads up. I love you guys. Till next week.